the insight. Uh oh, there you go. The story and this insight from this young man. Um, we hope that it makes a difference in whoever life life uh, life that's listening, because the whole goal of this platform right here is for military vets that serve to tell their story to allow other people to hear their perspective, their point of view. Don't mean it's going to be your type of lifestyle. Don't mean it's going to happen like that for you. However, from this platform, we hope that you be inspired, motivated, encouraged to take action, or you gain a better appreciation for those who have served, or however you choose to take in information to make it what you would have it to be. Um, so with no further ado, I want to tell y'all, this is Lieutenant Colonel Jones retired the platform. I'm going to ask a couple of questions. I'm going to let him speak freely and clearly how he see fit. I'm going to weigh off what he says with the next comments. But um, for the most part, I just want to make sure we we set the atmosphere where you all feel like what you're saying, what he's saying inspires and motivates and encourages you all. Hey, sir, how you doing? I'm wonderful. How you doing today? Hey, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. We above the ground instead of underground. So it's always a I blessing. know that's true. But it's, it's all good. As long as you got Christ in your life, below the ground, it ain't no problem because you know exactly. where you go. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's good to be here, brother. It's good to be here. So uh, yes, what, it is. in any additional information you want to provide based off of, um, you know, what I introduce you as, I mean, anything else you want to, you know, add to that? Well, I, I mean, just, just to say, uh, it's great to have that wonderful, outstanding introduction. And I was beginning to think, who the heck is he talking about? He's talking about me. Is he talking about somebody else? I'm saying, who is this guy? But anyway, it's, it's all good that you have individuals or people who think that much highly of you. And I definitely appreciate that. And I thank you for the opportunity to come in today. Uh, into your particular network and just to motivate somebody. Somebody might need to know a little bit of something that I have. Uh, you then again, I can learn some things too. I'm all about that as well. But I just want to say, hey, listen, uh, you know, just, just be attentive, asking the question that you'd like to ask, do the thing that you think you'd like to do, but let's let, let get this thing show on the road here and then make it happen, okay? I'm trying right. to get my, uh, my um, thing off, you know, they didn't do it, okay? Anyway, uh, do, uh, my background set, I was trying to get the background setting off. So let me do that. I think that would probably go. be better. Yeah, so that's you better. How about that? Oh, you're right on time right there. <laughs> yeah, right on time. Good, good. That's it. But anyway, uh, go, go, ahead, go ahead and shoot, LT. So what, um, what made you um, join the military? What, I mean, what was going on in the world at a time when you joined? What was going on around you? Tell me that. Well, you know... I think one of the, the biggest things that made me join the military is I was looking for opportunity. I came from a small town, uh, Winsboro, Louisiana. Those who know about anything about Winsboro know the rural farming community with not a lot of opportunity there. It's about 40 miles um, southwest of Monroe, Louisiana. And I wanted to do something different. I, I had graduated and from Winsboro High, went over to, at that particular time, with Northeast Louisiana University. Uh, and now with the university uh, at ULM and at Monroe, University of Louisiana at Monroe. And um, 
I wanted to do something different for the summer. So some friends of ours got together. It was me, uh, one guy I graduated with, Terry Williams and Walter Jones. We all we all got together and we said, we're going to go. We're going to do something for the summer. You know, we just we just got out of uh, the first freshman year. We were having fun and, you know, just young, just want to do something for the summer. So uh, myself and, and, and uh, Terry Williams decided that to go in at the part a buddy buddy program and but Walter decided not to go in. So we left and uh and one of the main things that we did uh was not only just get away, but I wanted to learn something different. I felt that I needed some discipline in my life and I wanted to grow. I wanted something to teach me how to become not just a man, because you know you you're a man when you're 18, but are you really a man? Uh, do you really do you really have, you know, the right things going for you? But I wanted that some discipline in my life, somebody's going to teach me some other different things that I really need to learn. So that particular summer, we signed up for the U.S. Army. Now, we wanted to go to the Air Force now. Air Force, a great way of life, boy. That, that Air Force recruiter would not come to my, <laughs> would not come to my room in a timely manner. Every time I tell him I'm in class, he'll he'll come when I'm in class. Man, okay, come at twelve o'clock. I bid it. No, he won't come. So I don't think it was destined for me to go in the Air Force. So we decided to go in the Army, and uh, from that time on, that was my first plane ride, taking off from Monroe, Louisiana, going to Alabama. Uh, and, and my first, for actually first duty station basic training was uh, uh, in um, Fort McClellan, Alabama. That fort now is no longer available. It's, it's closed now due to some other kind of unforeseen the chemical things that's going on there. But anyway, but that was my first plane ride, and I was all excited because I, you know, I, I'm, I'm ready for this thing. Let's do it. I mean, let's. I needed, you know, you know, poor needs the money. Poor college student needs the money. Got an opportunity. The man said he's gonna pick me up in a limousine. I said, the first time plane ride. I got a limousine going on. Man, I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be all right. So we get there. We get in the airport. And they tell us about this amethyst thing. I said, what is this amethyst? You got to, I threw away my good pocket knife or something. You got to be crazy. I had to throw away my pocket knife. So I threw the pocket knife away. Okay, that's good. Came back out. They got us off the bus. And I kept saying, why is this guy screaming? <laughs> I, I said, all he got to do is ask me. I get off the bus. I want you to get off that bus and you do so-and-so. And you do so-and-so. What is wrong with him? Does, does he have a teacher tantrum? <laughs> Listen, I'm going to tell you right now, this is my first time. I am the first member of my family to ever go in the military. So I had nobody to really sit there and tell me what was going on. So I didn't know. I'm, I'm looking at the limousine. What's the limousine? It's a big old blue part. I said, no. He's like, I'm put the I said, listen, sir. I said, let me tell you something, man. That, that my recruiter told me they're going to pick us up in the limousine, and I ain't going nowhere until I get the limousine. <laughs> he said, let me tell you something. Just get on that bus right quick. That's all I need to do. I said, no, I ain't going. <laughs> I know. I, I, I was in the city. He, he stopped him. He said, listen, there's not going to be a limousine. This is it. And that's when my whole life really changed. This man lied to me. <laughs> he lied to me. And boy, but but I, I said that because some of the things they say is not necessarily true, but it's for a good purpose. 
And the purpose is to allow you to learn discipline in your life. And that's the, that's the word that we talk about. I talk about a lot, the word D, discipline. A lot of people don't have that. So what the military will give you is opportunity. It'll give you the money, give you an opportunity to travel the world, but it's gonna give you some discipline. That's for sure. All right, LT. <laughs> I can't hear you. I can't yeah, hear I you. I muted myself. I'm sorry. No, no, you good. Okay. I muted myself so I won't interrupt. Man, this I was over here laughing. I'm happy I muted myself because I was crying. All right. But so but, but, me... I'm, but I'm gonna tell you the I'm gonna tell you something, but now that's the truth. That is the truth. Everything that I said is the truth. And he told me I was going to become a pilot. I thought, oh, I'll be a pilot. That, 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 that's it. I'm going in right now. I'm going in. So I didn't get a chance to become a pilot. I didn't get to get my limo. And a man screaming and hollering at me. And I'm just trying to find out what in the world is wrong with these people. <laughs> yeah, it, I was a near so fight, y'all. I was a near fight. Now, now, uh, now, how many years ago that was? I'm just curious. To tell you the truth about it, I did 31 years in, in uh, Uncle Sam's military. I have been retired for 10 and a half years. So we're looking at 41 and a half years ago when I was 19. I just turned 60. I know I don't look it. I know I look good. So thank you all anyway. But I just turned 60 here. But I was 19, excuse me, 41 and a half years ago. I was 19 just getting out of uh, my first year of college, sure was. Wow, 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 oh wow. All right, so let me, uh, I just got to recap a little bit what you said just to try to make sure I gain everything. So small town, um, graduated from high school, went to college, you and a buddy system said, hey, this summer, let's do something different. Let's go and join the military. You yourself knowing that even though you just graduated from college, and that you do have a degree, you still felt like you needed some more discipline in your life, need more growth in your life, and you need more challenge in your life. You were looking for the Air Force to come and rescue you from um, this 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 um, environment in college and school and at home, um, and, and do something a little bit more smoother and easier. However, the time it just didn't line up. The Army came. They talked to you. He told you a lot of great stories on what may possibly happen. And they were stories. <laughs> <laughs> they were stories. Lie. I I'm just sorry, but they were stories. That's all right. He kind of fabricated the limousine. It was long, but it yeah, was a bus. <laughs> <laughs> it did have several a seats blue and bus. several windows. That's right. That's but right. The, in the military, it may be considered a limousine. That's true. Uh, That's true. <laughs> Then, you got uh, everything so that, right except one thing. It, it was it was in my uh, freshman year, going from a freshman first, to the junior my my freshman to my uh, uh, sophomore year. That I was in my first year in college. That's what. It was. Wow. So you did go. You did go reserves, right? I did reserve. I did reserve because I wanted to stay in school. I realized that getting an education would get it was my way up and my way out. Uh, having coming up in a poor community. Uh, I mean, you don't know that you're poor. Uh, you know that you don't have stuff. 
you see everybody have stuff. You don't know that you're poor because you think everybody in the neighborhood is kind of like what you got, you know. And you borrowing a cup of sugar and a, a cup of flour. You remember that? Remember them days? You borrowed sugar and flour from your neighbor. You've been not borrowing anything right now, but you borrowed sugar and flour from your neighbor. And, uh, and they expect they come over, get two eggs, turn, get a cup of slice of bacon. They got their breakfast. You know? But that's the way we did things back then because it was it, it was family oriented and the whole community was more or less family oriented uh now it's a totally it's a different world in a different time frame but yeah um so after i got in you know they set me in with with uh, uh getting my, my roommate and, and my buddy my bunk mate so my my uh my buddy he was uh uh with me so he was on the top i was on the bottom bunk he was on the top bunk so we kind of stayed there all together they made him the platoon leader a platoon leader at once and i was a platoon sergeant so we had we had some good times there but at that particular time one thing that you that they don't do now that we did back then when we did our pt which is exercise we ran in combat boots this is you gotta understand this is post vietnam era this is 1981 Vietnam was kind of like over in 74, 76, or something along that name, and they still had that still Vietnam era mentality with them. So we ran in combat boots. How many people had broken ankles and damaged feet until finally, three or four years later, somebody came up with the wisdom and said, hey, let them run in tennis shoes. And that, and that stopped the injury. But some, some, you live and you learn. But one of the things that I gained from that is the ability to know how to lead and the ability to know how to manage people. If you can manage people, you can lead people, you can have, you can, you can have resources that you can manage. You can have businesses that you can manage. You can have uh, 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 investment properties, portfolios, uh, you know, other, if you can manage things, and that's one of the things that the military teaches, they put you out front. You scared and your knees wobbling, and, and you don't, and your and your voice might be stuttering, but you're gonna be out front. Oh, you oh you gonna get it straight. They are gonna put you out there until you get it right, and that's one of the better part because it's the part of that training. Also, we look at that that there they break you down from your own self esteem. You all think that you can do whatever, and they build you all the way back up into what they want you to be. They build you up so high that you think that you can do anything, everything, you know, it don't make no difference what it is. If you, if you think that you can run off the side of a mountain <laughs> and fly, they put that in your head. But it's the motivational factor of building you up to a point that where when, when, when it's time to give those orders out and to get that mission done, that you have no worry, no concern, you can get the mission done. And that's one of the things that I do like. Now, organization, they're going to teach you organizational skills. They're going to teach you so much about stuff that you do not know. And, and, and one of the things that I have said, if I had became the president of the United States, uh, our senator, I was going to put a bill in that every young person, before they go to college, must attend two years of military. I don't care if the reserves or I don't care... Uh, or is it active duty? But I'm gonna tell you some some of the things that we're having now with our youth is because of the lack of discipline and the lack of direction. And, I, and that's what the military gave me. It gave me direction. It's, it's put me on a target plan that I didn't never know that I was going to be uh, a, a lieutenant colonel. I never even thought about that. 
All I was trying to do is just get the push-up done, sit-up done, and pass that run so they get the drill starting off of me. But, you know, at, but at the end of the day and at the end of my career, I can look back now and I can see how much the Army has taught me, how much the, the uh, inference that it, that it changed my life totally. Because now it's nice. I'm sitting at home. And I'm getting paid. <laughs> but it's real nice now. It is real nice. That's what I say. So if, if I if I don't even work, I get paid. If I want to sleep in, I get paid. If I want to drink coffee, I get paid. It'll make no difference. You get paid. But you have to go through the whole turmoil. What I'm trying to tell you now, that the things that we achieved and things that I have done, it wasn't easy. We have a lot of birthdays that I missed. Okay, a lot of parties that I miss. Okay, a lot of church service and, and anniversaries, and we got to do anniversaries on, on the next one, uh, the next week. Uh, well, I'm sorry, I can't come to your birthday party, but hey, I, I'm gonna hang out with you another time. It's a lot of things that you had to give up to get where you want to go. And I'm gonna tell you right now, if you don't think that you have to give up anything in life to get where you want to go, then you are dead wrong. You want to know why you haven't did anything? You want to know why you haven't gone anywhere? You want to know why the things ain't working? Because you ain't willing to give up nothing. So you have to give up the TV. You have to give up the video. You have to give up the video game. You have to give up your, your thumb, your thumb control on, a, 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 on your phone. You have to give up some things to get what you want. That means you have to study. And you have to put forth an effort to educate your do self-education and also uh, academic education. But you, if you want to be the, the person that you want to be, believe me, you ain't going to get it on the couch. Believe me, you're not going to get on the couch. You're not going to get in line. You're not going to get up looking for a job at three o'clock in the afternoon with the job. If the person quit that night, the first person came in that next day, they hired them. <laughs> so you too late at three o'clock in the afternoon. Just go on sleep tonight because it's too late. But if you really want to do anything, you have to get, you have to decide in your mind the thing that you want to do. Now, when before I got in, my mother and my daddy do the, would try to talk me out of it. They just tried. They told I was just head bent. I'm going because I'm 18 and I'm gonna do what I want to go do. Blah 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 blah. But now. They're glad I went because of the benefits and the things that I have now, the VA benefits that are coming in, the, the, the medical, free medical care that, that, that I can get, uh, the retirement that's coming in, and also how it changes your, your, your total atmosphere in life. So now, see, they can see this. See, they couldn't see that 47 years ago because they, they, they didn't have nobody to show them about the military. So anything that you get ready to go do, it always starts out as a seed mentality. What do I mean by that seed mentality? Okay, you, you're not gonna ever get corn from a tomato seed. You're only gonna get tomatoes from a tomato seed. See, the thing about the seed mentality is you have to be able to plant something in the ground while you are young. So when you get a little older like I am, not old, just a little old like I am, you can reap the benefits of what you planted in your younger you. Young folks, let me just tell you something right now. If you, if you think fast cars is it, fast women is it, going down to the club is it, and be bopping, she bopping is it, try putting your, try taking your time and your effort and put it in some real estate. 
Try to take your time and your effort and put it in the stock market and writing a book. Take your time and your effort and building up your self-esteem and building up your business. I guarantee you, by the time you get to my age, you don't have to work because you have people working for you. That's the problem. Nobody's telling you this. Nobody's telling you you have to have discipline. Nobody's telling you to put things aside. Nobody's telling you at the start. The younger you start, the better it is for you. The younger you start, the further you go. The younger you start, the better it would be for you in the long run. Now, I know they say men don't get grown until 35. Okay, the women, they, 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 they grew up a whole lot earlier. But if it takes you to 45 to get your education, that's okay. But get it. Okay, don't hesitate. Don't wait. Get it. But do the thing that you need to do. Because believe it or not, every year that you waste is the, what you call it, a wasted year. I repeat, every year that you waste is the wasted year. If you cannot look back over that particular year and see the things that you have accomplished, it's probably because you don't have any goals. Hmm, goals. Oh, you brought something else out. Let me just say this right quick. See, that's one thing the military always teaches. They teach you about goals. They're going to teach you how to set things. You're just not going to sit there and not do anything. You, you have to achieve something every day. They're pushing, they're pushing the push-up. If you, if you got 50 push-ups, let's do 55. Okay, if you did the, the, the two-mile run in 14 minutes and 30 seconds, can we bring that down to 14 minutes and 10 seconds? It's always a challenge. It's going to challenge your mind to do very different things. And when you get out, you're still going to have that same type of challenge. Why? Because it's instilled in you. It's instilled in you. They instilled it. I'm, believe when I say they're going to beat it inside, they're going to put it inside of you. <laughs> oh, you're not going to make it. It's instilled in you. And it's become a part of you. And that's why even now, I've been retired for 10, 10 years, and I see my old comrade, they still call me colonel. Why? Because they respect me for the things that I've taught them and the things that I've done for them. They see that, and they can, I can be 80 years old, they still call me colonel. And even the one who don't even know me, once they find out I'm a colonel, they call me colonel. Because it's a respect thing. Okay, in the military, it teaches you to respect other people. And it also teaches you to respect other people valuable than what they say, because you're going to meet so many people. You're going to meet people from Hong Kong. You're going to meet people in New York. You're going to meet people from the good old country boy. Okay, the 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 the, the, the guy that coming out of out of the hood from the backwards world of Georgia, you're gonna meet somebody down from California. You got it all made. You're gonna meet so many people, so many nationalities. So it, you're gonna have to adjust your mindset, of how you treat people, and how and you're gonna learn so much more about that. So that's one of the things that that I did learn. And plus, let's talk about the schooling right quick. Now they're gonna send you to school. Now, if you want to get promoted, and most people do, because promotion means more money, it means that you're going to go to school. They're going to send you to school. You are selective. You, and that will be sometimes you not even have a choice in it. You going, we put your name in, you're going. <laughs> Why? Because Uncle Sam owned you. That means I can tell you what to do, and I want to tell you what to do. Uncle Sam owned you. But it's okay because the schooling you learn, when you get out of the military, you got that. So if they teach you how to be a medic, a paramedic, hey, do you know what? Do you know how much a paramedic makes when you when you when you get out? 
that you that you can be a paramedic for a hospital or for an ambulance service. They will pay you. You are already trained. The army trained you for free. You have the leadership skills. You have the width and the knowledge how to run people and run an organization. You're going to get that. Some of the schools that they had me in into my my branch with infantry. One of the things that I did. Let me say this first before I go to school. Well, this is about schools as well. We I, when I was in school, I went to the ROTC department because I felt that in my unit that they out that I was a cook. We call cross spoons, not cross rifle, but cross spoons. I was the 94, 94 Bravo cross spoons. So we would cook all the meals. And then when it got ready to serve it, the E7, E8, they get served, they get all the attaboys on the back. When the meal is served, then they come to y'all gotta clean up the wait a minute. No, 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 hold on, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, that, this ain't right. I want some attaboys too. So I, I remember, I'm just getting in the military. I don't know no better. Okay? <laughs> I, I'm still kind of getting broken in. So I just talked, let me tell you, we can have this. We now I'm I am an E. E2 or E3, talking to E7. Now, we're going to do that. This is not the way it's going to work, but that's where I've always been anyway. This is not the way it works. Now, if I cook this gravy, I want to serve this gravy. I'm proud of my gravy that I cook. You see what I'm saying? But they wouldn't do that. So it got to the point where I told them, you know what? I said, next week when I come, next drill, I was going to reserve and I was going to school. The next drill I come in, that I am not going to be here. Then what do you mean? I said, you'll see. I came back in. I had an E5 on my show. Everybody said, how do you get promoted from a two rank to an E5? I thought I went in ROTC. I had been scoping out ROTC because I looked at one or two things. Listen, if you're going to go to the military and that's your branch of service, whatever it's going to be, it doesn't matter. You're going to get paid normally twice a month. It's not that you're not going to get paid is the amount of money that you're going to get paid. So I decided, hey, since I'm going to have to work anyway, why not get paid more and tell everybody else what to do because I don't want to do it. <laughs> I, I like that. So I joined ROTC. And ROTC put even more military skills inside of you and show you how to do land navigation. And so, so you don't get lost. Military people generally don't get lost because they look at the sun and they can see the direction of the sun and, and some type of place. They can kind of figure out because when you're in the woods by yourself and you're in the woods with a company, the people, 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 you can hear everybody, but everybody's in the woods too. They're trying to find that same point. Or it's called orienteering class. It's the same point. So you learn to look at your maps and different points on the map. So you learn to look and you learn to pay attention more. And that's another thing it got to you. You see everything. When you're in the military, especially becoming an officer, you see everything. Nothing really gets past you. You, you might not even say anything, but you see it. OK, because you are visionary and you have to understand you have to plan for that. So the education of ROTC, they sent me to, I, I went to ROTC at, at the university after then they sent me to another Fort Riley for a six week class or something like that. Got back and we got promoted and I got my commission earlier. I was still in school. So at that time, they're doing early commissioning. And then I went off to my training, which is, they branched me infantry in my unit with infantry. They branched me in. I went off to Fort Benning, Georgia. Stayed there for about five months. And came back. I went to uh, Arizona, not Arizona. I went to Empire School, the Mortar Platoon Leader School. That was good. Then I went to Airborne School. So and that, that's when you jump out of planes like crazy folk, but it was fun. <laughs> okay. But anyway, uh, 
those are things that I would have never done, especially dealing with the mortars and especially with dealing with the 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 um airborne thing. I would have never done that if I hadn't signed up with the military. Those are two things that you, you you can get some experience. A lot of things that we did, like repelling off a building and repelling off a helicopter, that you know, diving first into the waters and stuff like that. We never did that information. I would have never done that if it hadn't been for the military. And some of the places that they took me and the people who I met, I would have never done that hadn't been for the military. And that causes you to grow and it causes you to grow substantially. So I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give it up right now for you, uh, LT, so you can, you can come on in and say a word or two. Because if we don't, I keep on talking. I mean, well, look, I'm having fun. I'm listening. I didn't know you was infantry. That's something new right there. Um, I didn't know you was an officer. I know you went from enlisted to officer. I didn't know the process, how you got early commission and everything, or the reason why you did it. Um, but I mean, you you laid out a lot of information. Um, I do like the fact that you also brought up the planning part and orienteering part and, um, and and all the opportunities that we develop through the experience and a free education, well, paid for education system. That they <laughs> That's gave. right. They mm -hmm. pay you to go to school. Um, now, quick question. When you was in school, did they give you the kicker program? And I was like, you got paid when you was in ROTC as well as the E5 pay, as well as, you know, all that too? That, 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 was, a, that was one of the main reasons at, at the starving college student to, to go in because they were paying me in the reserves, mm -hmm. but they was also paying me in ROTC. Mm -hmm. So I was getting a double whammy there. And then I was working at uh, one of the fast food joints that was there. And so I, so I had money while I was in college. That first year was a little bit hectic, but then after one, I had money when I was in college. Like more people, would, I came into college with $500 in my bank account. When I left, I had $5,000. And, so, and, and I only had like 2,100 student loans. So that wasn't bad at all. Mm -mm. So a lot, a lot of people right now got 21,000 almost their first year. So I'm just saying, there's some ways, there's some things that you can do with the military. Now, the military now, especially reserves, I know the, the National Guard have always done this, for, to my understanding, for a long time, paid tuition reimbursement. So if you want to go to school, that, that you can go to school after the military, and that, that reimburse your tuition. Now, only they do that, but then they give you some money for books. And then, depending on what it is, the program now, they, give you, they even give you a stipend check. It just depends on what program this is. So I have two sons. When my sons got ready to go, I, since I didn't use, I didn't want the money, I gave the money to them through the GI Bill. So they were able to go to school, get their tuition paid, and then receive a monthly stipend. And plus, they get the, 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 um, the, the tuition and books and a monthly stipend. Well, that's almost like, you know, for a semester, I'm like $5,000. So that's not bad. To it, to you getting paid nine hundred some dollars a month plus <laughs> your book, which is about a thousand dollars, and your tuition, which is going to be about two thousand to three thousand dollars. That's not bad. So it helped them. See, not only we could be a help for you, but it could also be a help for your family members as well. You have to think long term, and that's another thing that the military taught me to think when you deal with planning. 
the planning is not just immediate planning, it's a long-term and long-range planning. So we're just not planning for less next year. We're planning for three, five, seven years down the road because we're saying this is where we want to be and in this particular time frame. And, and, you, and you just be bopping along and just waking up doing a groundhog day every day, you're getting the same old thing. One thing I will say about the military, it will get you straight. <laughs> I, I, I have a friend of mine who have a program called This Will Get You Right. But I'm going to say, I'm going to use his phrase. The military will get you right, okay? But you got to understand, it's not what it can do for you. It's what basically what you can do for it. Because it, have, it has a lot of programs, a lot of things that are already set up. But you have to go into that military with an open mind of being everything, as they say, being all you can be. They don't say it anymore. Well, be all you can be. And that thing is, anytime they got to open for school, go. Anytime they say they want to do to go. Because it's a learning process. The more you learn, the further you go. And the one thing they cannot take away from you is your education. Once you have learned something, you can get fired. You can quit. You can get out, but you still have that knowledge. Absolutely. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, now, did you ever deploy? Yes, I did. I did. My unit was supposed to deploy during 1990. Uh, we was like uh, 24 hours, and the president didn't sign off on it, so we didn't deploy. But when, and that was in Desert, what was that, Desert Storm? That's the first one? I can't remember. I, I, I kind of remember the Desert Storm. Then when Desert Shield came along, uh, I was supposed to deploy and go over, and I they called me, but they picked somebody else. And at this time, I was in the middle of getting transferred to another unit and uh, being commissioned to an, 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 uh, a colonel, so a lieutenant colonel. So during this time frame, they had the paperwork mixed up, so they took my predecessor, and he went, and, uh, and he had some very, real good stories about it. But then, but I did go to, I went over to the 4013, what was in uh, Bossier City, it was a garrison unit, and that unit, and we went to the, uh, I went, I, I applied to go on active duty down to Fort Polk, so I went down there for a while, came back, and then about a couple of years later, I went down there again for about almost three years, so, uh, and, it, and that teaches you a lot of different things when you go to active duty from a reservist because the reservist is a little bit more laid back. The active duty is always hardcore. So you have to learn how to get hardcore pretty fast. So you have to fit in. But uh, there was something, let me tell you something, the position that I've held while I was in the military. So I started off, like I said, the ROTC, uh, and that was a cadet. Uh, basically, I went to a training officer, a company training officer. I left that and, about, uh, and I went to a battalion executive officer, a company executive officer, I'm sorry. Then I became a company commander, okay? Then after company commander, we went up to the battalion ranks. I was the, the assistant battalion S3. It became the battalion operations officer. Then I became a logistics officer. You see, all this is different training, different programs, different responsibilities teach you how to run a company, teach you how to run people, teach you how to get things done. Then I was the operations uh, officer, which is the chief of staff uh, for the battalion. Then I became a transportation service officer. Then I went back to Fort Polk again. I came to uh, the um, what was the chief operations officer, and I was there from 2009 to 2012. So those are some of the positions that 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 I've had. But I'm telling you, for the training and the information that they give you, 
is out is outstanding. And if you team it, you go. Because when you get done, you will not be. <laughs> you want some discipline in your life? Join it. But one time you get out, you believe me, you would have it. Because as I said again, they will break you down to nothing and they'll dig you back up to be a man or woman. Yeah, I like to tell folks a lot of times that military will make you or they'll break. Right? That's so, one or the other. Mm-hmm. And then the other part is it brings out who you really are. Yeah, that's right. Right. So it make you or break you, it brings out who you really are. And then after that, it make you the best at being who you really are. Yes, it, that, that's it. That's it. That's it. And that, <laughs> it kind of categorizes you to a point. You know, you know, you got this greatness. And let me just say this: everybody has greatness inside of them. If you're the winner on the street, you still got greatness. If you're the prostitute on the corner, you still got greatness. The problem is that you don't know what greatness that you have inside of you. Somebody has to tell you, bring you to, and bring it to your uh, acknowledgement and say, "Hey, this is what I see in you, and this is what you can be." And I'm telling you, one thing: the military they're gonna tell you that you can be all these things. All of it at the same time. So whatever you're good at, they'll pull it out. Then they'll make it better. And they'll make you a better person in the long run. You'll be more respectful. You'll be, you'll be more calm. But then you'll be able to get things done. And, and, you, and then you'll get things done quickly. Okay? You, you, you won't be there all day. When I, when I got back from, from my first tour of duty, I went back to work. Okay, when I went back to work, it was like, these people ain't getting nothing done around here. <laughs> what they take it? Because I had got so adjusted it. Womp, 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 womp. Hey, sir, what you want? I need you to do this, this, Okay, sir, I got it. Boom, they gone. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm going to get around to have the coffee break. I got to go around with the water cooler and drink some water. I got to go in and do somebody. It was just totally different. And I saw myself every time I went off, we had two weeks of two to three weeks of uh, annual training each year. And when I got in that military setting, I got back, I saw myself doing the same thing. Listen, these, these are civilian people that they're just totally different because the military, it, it, when they say something, you know, you'll come, your, your, your buddy's got your back. It's a team approach. It's not, hey, this is my job. It's, this is our job. And they teach you that from basic training. You're going to learn the buddy-buddy system. You're going to learn how to be a team. You're going to learn how to work as a team. When you get through pushing up Georgia, Louisiana, uh, Mississippi, you'll wish you had to learn how to be a team. So they're they going to, you know, if, if you got to step all night and then go to class next day and not fall asleep, you're going to do whatever it takes to become a team. And when you learn that teamwork mentality, you learn how to work with people. And that's some of the things that we have today. Everybody wants it their way. And they are not willing to work, to find a common ground, to make things work. I'm not saying that the military is not going to challenge you. Because this rule, let me tell you right now, it's going to be some days that your feet going to hurt. That you're gonna be you're gonna be so sweaty that even your toes. I mean, I remember the time that we had to go through this swamp, and I'm I'm, I'm on the five six, and and, uh, 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 and, the, and the water was up to here, to my neck. But hey, we, we jumped right on in the water. You had to go. You had to do what you got to go do. And then we got out. Did you think we went to the shower? No, we did not. We stayed out all night on the FTX. And it rained. It was so cold. And I remember saying, God, you have got to give me some heat. 
<laughs> you have got to give it to me. So I took my poncho, tied around the tree, and sit there with that tree. And finally, my body got warm. And it was raining. And I slept in like in the kneeling position <laughs> with, with my weapon, with my best buddy, my weapon. So it teaches you a lot of different things that you thought that you couldn't do, that you thought that you can't make it, that you think that you ain't nobody. Join up and see. A lot of people who have joined, just like LTS said, they have found out who they really were. It brought out the best in them. They didn't know that they, they, they could do the things that they could do. They didn't know, because believe me, when you say you can run 10 miles, you're going to run 10 miles. When they say you're going to do a 15-mile road march, don't worry about it. You're going to do it. <laughs> you get that done. That, that don't, don't worry about that. Because all those things, they build you up to it, though. They help you out. They're going to show it to you, but they're going to build you up for it. So that, that's one of the things that I also like as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, and you know, from the experience of, of all the stuff you're saying, it just brings back so many fun memories in my mind, too, um, of that, that drill sergeant. So tell me about what, what's your favorite drill sergeant? You remember your favorite drill sergeant? Well, tell me a story about that one. Well, I'm gonna tell you a story about my drill soccer. We almost had a fight. Like you, you just <laughs> <laughs> now here, here this Vietnam vet that spent about two to three years in Vietnam. I'm gonna fight like I'm crazy. So he one day, you know, at this particular time, you know, we, we all we, we were marching, we're doing drills and stuff like that. So we were marching, and I was a uh, 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 I don't care when I was thickly. I was outside outside line. I can't remember where I was anyway. Uh, on the fourth squad. And um, he and I started dancing while I was drilling. And he looked back when I straightened back up. And he looked back, I was dancing again. He looked back. So he, he didn't say one word. But the next day, uh, two days later, he, he I did something. He called me out, got in my face with that brown brown and thought of said, I said, uh-uh. You know, he's talking to me like that. Is you want to go on the outside? You want to go on the outside? I, I said, I'll say it myself. Yeah, I'm going outside. <laughs> I'm going outside. You don't go outside. We want an outside. And he started talking to him. You want to go in the back? I said, I said, dude, I, I think I'm pushing my limit. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and give you. And his name was Drill Sergeant Devine. It was, he, was a, he was a Hawaiian. He was about 5'9, but he was tough. 5'9, and he was tough. He didn't take no mess. I still remember him. And uh, and that kind of got me when he got on me that time. I kind of straightened up a little bit because I always did joked and laugh and some of the things. I did some, I did some wild things out in basic training anyway. I made more money in basic training than I did. I sold more cigarettes and beer and, and all kind of stuff. But I, <laughs> it's a system, dude. It's a system. Once you figure out the system, you, you can do a lot of different things. And it's like 47 years ago. I figured out how to, how to go to the commissary when, when nobody looking. I sneak up to the commissary, go get chewing gum, buy a cigarette, come back and sell a, you know, a cigarette for, for a dollar. You want to, did guy, did you know, that's like, give me a dollar, man. I, 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 it's all kind of stuff that I was actually doing back then. And uh, so I probably need a little bit more discipline in my life, but, uh, but it all turned out real well. It all turned out real well. And, and to that point, I just want to, I want to tag on that real quick because like, I want to go back to what we said earlier. The military either make you or break you, right? So right now, Colonel Jones retired, just told you how he almost got to a breaking point. He said, okay, I pushed my limits. I'm not going to go that far to go back, right? So now, right. Go back. now, at the same token, he learned what his left and right limits is. 
he learned how far he can go. And like he said, he went to the military for this. Don't mean that once he got in, he got it. That means it, it, it's you. a process. Right. <laughs> so in that process, he is who he is. That's how he learned how he's a hustler. He's a hard worker. And he find a way to make money out of money. Now he found a way, okay, yeah, I know I'm putting myself in a little horn way. I know that I could get in trouble for this. I know I'm going to do my job as a soldier. However, I'm going to make this money. I'm going to go buy this candy. I'm going to go buy this gum. I'm going to go buy this pogey bank. That was the military company. That's it. That's it, pogey bank. That's it. That's it. <laughs> and I'm going to buy these cigarettes that we shouldn't be smoking. And I'm going to sell them for a premium price. A premium. That's right. I'm taking premium. I'm taking yeah. And you you beat you beat the prize with hot chocolate. With I'd get hot chocolate out uh, at the uh, cafeteria <laughs> dining facility and stuff my pocket with hot chocolate package and come back and sell them. Uh, it, it was just some things that I saw that other people didn't see. You know what I'm saying? I went there to learn, but who you are is still gonna be who you are. Okay, and that'll make, make you better. better it. It'll make yeah. you better at it, but you still gonna be who because I had to learn how to sneak. And hide and wait everybody I always figured it out. Listen, be the last one in the child hall. And they think oh, row one, get up, you got to go. I, I jumped from row one, I jumped to row two. Row two, get up, get it. Everybody get in line. I jumped, I jumped to row three. Row three, I get up. Then I get it back in the line. I come back to row one. And I went to the last one in the dining hall. One thing I worked the last one cool, you can get extra food. <laughs> And now, hey, can I have to get cold? Just like that, they give some more food. They give some more food. And then I learned, I did it one day. I said, well, hey, I'm the last one here. Where everybody at? And nobody was around, I said. And the commissary is about 500 feet away. The little, there's a little store. I said, you know what? I'm going to take this chance. <laughs> I ran over there, got some stuff, ran back. I said, oh, I got it now. And I, and I, and I kept judging the whole time. What time did everybody leave? What time did everybody come? So I had to, I, I, it taught me to be, you know, taught me some things. And what that does is bring out in you some of the things that's already in you, but you're going to learn how to do it a little bit better. You, you, you're under discipline, you're under thumb, okay? But even though you're under thumb, there's some things that you can still do, okay? I love it. I love it. I love it. I love the transparency. I love the understanding. I love the fact that, um, and I mean, whoever listening to this, I hope this really is inspiring you to understand that, hey, it's not as hard as you think it is. Yes, it is challenging. Nobody challenging says it's very. But it's not hard. Hard yes. is a state of mind. Yes. Right? It's all about the fact that if I can believe it, I can achieve it. If it's an opportunity, I can go after it. You just heard Colonel John retire said, I saw opportunity. I looked around. <laughs> I learned my awareness. I learned how to judge the timing of when to do something. And I and I balanced it and I figured it out and I mastered it how to get from table to table to table so I could eat longer. How to go over there and sneak and buy some stuff and then I come back and do it. How to make hot chocolate. Some doggone, bro, uh, what they call it, cocoa, but you put it in the water and you stir it That's up. That's right. <laughs> some chocolate. <laughs> That's it. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I said we were doing that years later, making that, getting that cocoa and just put a little water in there and stir it up and eating it like chocolate. That's it. That's it. So it, it, it's just things that you learn uh, uh, and, and it, it pushes you to your limits. Yes. But and sometimes it pushes you over your limit, and you, you want to break down and think that you can't do it. 
But that's going to be somebody come back and say, hey, get up, let's go. That's it. You, you, you say, I can't go nowhere. Somebody's going to say, get up, let's go. You, we're not going to leave you behind. Okay, you got to catch that with it. And, and I don't care. You might rest there for two or three minutes, five minutes. You find in yourself who you said you just quit, got up and kept going. But you find out this. Once you finish that particular challenge. You look at yourself and say, hey, I think I can do this. So even in life. When you when you are challenged. You might be knocked down. The first business that you had, hey, it just didn't do nothing. You you put more time and money in it that you made money out of it. You might have bought that first house and it it, it, it had to go back. Okay, you you, you started a car uh, detailing business and you ain't got but one car a week. Whatever your challenge is, you went to school, you didn't have enough money, you had to drop out. Okay, you, you said you you said you're gonna be the president of that particular company. You only got the vice president. Whatever it is, remember if you keep going, you'll keep growing. If you keep going, you'll keep growing. Okay, you will win if you do not quit. One thing about a quitter: a quitter would never win, and a winner would never quit. As long as you you shooting dice out there, I don't do dice thing, but but you just you racking up, you racking up, you racking up, and as long as you racking up, you say, hey man, come 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 come, y- y- y'all want to play it because you win, but start to lose and to find out what happened, you start to withdraw. So, but the situation is, even when you withdraw because you lose, you got to tell yourself this is not over. This is a temporary solution. It's not a permanent residence. This is a temporary solution. I ain't living in the desert. I live in the house. Okay. I might be in the desert, but I live in the house. So you got to take yourself out of the desert mentality back into the house mentality and have fruition. Okay. You, I talked about that seed. And let me talk about this seed a little bit more. A seed only produced after its own kind. Only produce after its own kind. It only takes one seed. One. Let's take a tomato seed. Now, when you put plant that tomato seed in the ground, they don't normally plant them themselves. They normally go get the, the cubicles or the small plants from the store. But somebody had to plant those, had to grow those because they're very delicate. And when that plant started coming up out of the ground, you have to you have to uh, cultivate it. You have to fertilize. It. You have to pick the weeds out and get the bugs off of it. And you do just one, that's just one little tomato seed. That's just one little tomato seed. And after it grows about 90 days to 120 days, Okay, you begin to get a bud on there, and that thing begin to bloom, blossom, and grow into a nice ripe tomato. Now, when you cut that tomato open, did you get one seed, or did you get many seeds? See, that's the that's the mentality that you have to think about what you're doing when you're planting something. Whatever you're doing, is it going to bring you to many, or is it going to bring you to one? If things that you're doing are bringing to one, maybe you need to do something else. Because what you see that you're planning should bring into many opportunities, mm. not just one. The military brought me to so many opportunities, so many things I've done, so many places I've gone, so many people that I've met. 
It just wasn't that, it, it, it wasn't that the limo wasn't there. It wasn't that, <laughs> that I was selling cigarettes. And it wasn't that, you know, I was figuring out the child hall thing. It, it, it wasn't that I, I was trying to fight my drill sergeant. It was the point as to get me to the point where I needed to be so I would grow. And I'm going to tell you, the hardest part of anything that you do is the growing and the processing part. It's the growing part. You want to you want to build a YouTube channel. Believe me, you you ain't gonna be overnight. Okay, overnight wonder is an overnight blunder. Believe me, you if you get it too fast, you're wasting too fast. If you get your money too fast, you're spending too fast because you don't know what to do with it. So, but when you get it at a steady pace, it gives you time to think and manifest it and make it grow. That's why it takes the tomato plant a nearly ninety to one hundred twenty days to produce a ripe tomato. Because if we did it overnight, it wouldn't be good. Hmm. It didn't taste good. So whatever you're doing in life, remember, is the seed. That seed should take you into many. If it takes you into one, maybe you need to rejudge what you're doing. Now, if you don't want to grow, that's your story. That's okay. It's not, it's not going to be for everybody. Everybody's not going to grow. Everybody's not going to grow. Everybody's not going to want to grow. That's okay. But if you want to grow and to be successful, you have to turn that seed into many seeds. Because not only did you get one tomato uh, off the tomato plant, you probably got about 15 to 20 tomatoes. Now, how many seeds in a tomato plant? That's what you got to look at. But out of that one seed, got 10,000 seeds. It can only take one seed, ladies and gentlemen. One idea will make you or break you. One idea that you thought that, that didn't nobody want, that you threw in the trash because you said it wasn't worth it. One idea, just one idea will make you rich. One idea, let's go to Facebook. I'm lonely because I don't have no friends. Let's go get some friends. Multi-trillionaire. Well, actually. Because it's lonely. But see, that's the thing is, you have opportunity in your mind to create. God has given you the ability to be creative. You have to touch into that creative mode that you have and create something for you. One seed, million seeds. One seed, one plant. One seed, 20 tomatoes. One seed, millions of seeds. That's how you have to think about life. Because when you are successful, everybody wants you. Everybody want to knock on your door. Everybody want to have lunch with you. Everybody, you don't pay for nothing. They come pay for your dinner. They, I send a car over there after you. Don't worry about having dinner at my house. Come meet the governor. When you are prosperous and wealthy. But how many people go to the poor and broken down and needy and said, I want to be like you. Oh, that brings me to another point. When you were a kid, did you ever say, when I grew up, I want to be a bomb? Did you say, when I grew up, I want to live on the street and not have a job? And, and, and when I grew up, I just want to live in this, this old neighborhood. When I grew up, I don't ever want to travel the country. When I grew up, I just want to have $3 in my pocket every week and that was enough. You didn't think that. You thought, when I grow up, these are the things I want to do. Somewhere along the line, life itself 
has taken place and overshadowed you. Tonight, we're going to break that thing. I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you right now, you're going to achieve any goal that you desire. You just got to put the work in for it. Burn the midnight oil. Okay, put the Facebook down. Nothing wrong with Facebook. Okay, but you every minute you're doing this on the telephone, if you're not learning something, okay, reading, writing, and arithmetic, that means you're educated. That's the three things get you educated. Reading, writing, arithmetic, now you're educated. Okay, so you can do all three of those things that you communicate with the world. Okay, the other stuff is just extra. Science and all, that's just extra. Okay, all the other stuff is extra. That's just extra. Okay, but you're educated. So you can take your educated mind, make it work for you. Most of the time, most of the brilliant ideas that people have had, you know where they are right now? They're in one place, the cemetery. Cemetery. Why? Mm -hmm. Because they thought their idea wasn't any good. They thought that wouldn't nobody accept them. They thought that it wouldn't work. They thought, would nobody even want this? Why would I create this gadget that's working for me? Ain't nobody going to want this. See, you got to stop getting the thoughts out of your mind and start telling yourself that you can. This is what the military do. It tells you that you can. It tells you that you can. It tells you that you can. You can. You can. And if you don't, we're going to make you. <laughs> so you can so you're going to do it because we're going to make you do it. And then when you do it, you'll say, I can do that now. I was scared the first time, but I can do it now. So you have to look at that. You have to change how you think about things, how you see life. If you see life as always, somebody's always after you, you're never going to make it. You're always going to be the tail end. Nothing never going to happen to you. How the Bible tells me how a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So, and, and, and believe me, whatever you say is what you will have. If you say you have abundance, if you say you'll be on the top of your game, you'll be on the top of your game. But if you say that you're going to be on the bottom, you will stay on the bottom because you wouldn't even put forth the effort to get on the top. So this is the thing the military kind of taught me. It taught me how to do very different things through various stages of my life. You know, and I just want to share that with you. Uh, I'm kind of a motivational speaker somewhat anyway. So uh, stay tuned. We're going to be putting out some motivational videos very shortly anyway. But, uh, uh, but we want to do, uh, we want to make sure that you understand this. Not only that, the opportunity that, that, that LT has uh, given me right now is a great opportunity. And I definitely appreciate him for doing that. I, I, I'm, and my real name is the creative commander. I teach uh, uh, financial literacy to uh, Tory at the Potter's House, T.D. Jakes Ministries. So I teach the financial literacy there. And I got people now doing very different things with credit scores, teaching them about how teach them stuff to keep them off the street. And the problem is they didn't have direction. That's the problem. They didn't have, you had direction. Where sometimes you're going to have, even when you get direction, they're going to do what they want to do. But still and all, there are some people there who are genuine. They had an opportunity. They would change their life. So hopefully tonight, as I came before you and talked about who I was and some of the things about me in the military, I, I didn't even really get into depth. We just talked about some of the things that we had fun about, some of the things that were kind of crazy that we did. And, uh, but we just want to encourage you and tell you the only thing that's stopping you is you. 
One more time. Right. Maybe you didn't get it. Write this one down. The only thing that is stopping you from doing anything, being anybody, to getting that husband, to getting that wife, to buying that car, to live in that neighborhood, to get that business going, to bust that YouTube channel open, to get that next promotion, to be the leader in your community, is look in the mirror. You're going to see that person who is stopping you from being anything. Nobody have a foot on your neck. I don't care what neighborhood you came from. I don't care what your mama didn't say, your daddy didn't say. I don't care if your daddy was never at the house, your mama was a wino. I don't care if you live with your grandmother and she couldn't even read. It don't make no difference to me because you have a mind. And once you open your mind up, you open your ideas up. You open up opportunity that you have never seen before once you open up your mind. So you got to do one thing. You got to sit back and think, give God the glory and the praise that you feel here, number one. And number two is, he gave you a mind. Work it. Work that mind. Work that gift. Work, that, work those talents. Whatever you got working, whatever you're doing, be better than the next person. Be better. You on your job, you working, and it ain't well. I don't, I don't want to do that because it ain't my duty. Do it anyway. You learn it, so you don't know where it's going to take you. I did the same thing. I learned different jobs. I did other people's jobs, but when I got in that position, guess what I was? I didn't have to sweat. I already know how to do it because it was training me along the way. Training along the way. I want to say to go. Some of you out there may be looking at me. He gave me this, and I don't want to do this, and then I'm getting paid for it, and and I whine, 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 whine. Okay, I'm just being honest with you. But do, do you see opportunity knocking, or do you see I'm not getting paid? Which one do you see? And that's going to tell me your mindset. No, it ain't your job, but you're going to learn to do it. Because who said that the boss won't get sick for three for three months because he had an accident? Who said that and then you, you he taught you everything, so you step up in his position and he decided to retire. Guess who got the position? You did it. I'm, I'm just thinking, I don't know why, I don't know why I said that. I don't know why I said it, but somebody might need to hear that because I'm telling you something, whatever they tell you to do. Do it beyond the measure that they say, okay? Do it better than what they say. I have, I have a contract with one of my, uh, I do several business. One of my business is, is the recycling. I recycle clothing, okay? And when one of my clothing business, I would have lost the contract with the lady, but one of the things about it, because I was doing some things that with no time because of some, some trucks breaking down, all these other different things that happened. One thing about it, when I got done, I cleaned up the place. So I didn't have paper. I had to clean up the body. I make I make all of my people. You picking up every piece of trash, every piece of paper, every shoestring, everything. We sweeping this place. So when they come back, it's nice and it's clean. That's what saved me. But he cleaned up real nice. See, they, they didn't say anything about the late I was because they look at the extra thing that you do. And they might not say nothing about it, but somebody's always, who's watching? Somebody's always watching you. Okay, somebody's always one. LT. Yeah. Listen, powerful night, powerful, powerful messages, powerful inspiration, encouragement, motivation. Um, that's the angle that we want to take with this. We definitely gonna have to come back to it. I show I, I promise you, I thought about you know having you and my dad on here at the same time. That'd be crazy. 
Yeah, that's good. <laughs> your your but, dad used to work for me, so that, that that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. It was it. I'm thinking of all kinds of ways. I mean, right now, why to be great exists for us to take action, and it's not to take just small action; it's to take massive action. And some of the things you alluded to tonight was, hey, they 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 instill this in you. They they help you to do this. They groom you to do this. But what we do, what they do is they teach you to develop healthy habits. Yes. Habits and over doing something over a course of time becomes a habit, and now when you got the military, you still do those things because yeah, it's ingrained. Mm-hmm. It's a way of life now, right? Mm-hmm. So, I think it was a powerful, powerful, powerful message that you delivered. Um, I think the seed into minis. When is the best time? The Chinese, um, the Chinese, um, cliche or what have you says is when the best time to plant a shade tree ten years ago. That's right. (laughs) That's right. With that being said, you saying plant it and grow. You said plant it and grow. Go and grow. Go and grow. Plant and go. Seed to many. Plant to many. What you plant one, you should get abundance of more. Yes. So I think it was some powerful, powerful nuggets, diamonds, pearls, and all kind of other jewels that you provided. I hope that that person is on a fence of getting out or getting in, decide to move in a way that fits their needs. I hope that anybody that heard what you said can actually see themselves being better because of what you said tonight. Understanding that you got greatness inside. Yeah. Understand there's more to life and you can go a little further if you just keep moving. Yes. Quitters never quit. I mean, quitters never win and winners never quit, right? The only way to win is to keep moving, right? That's and you it. Are so powerful dialect, powerful conversation, powerful interview. Can't wait to the next one. And like I said, I'm going to throw that seed out there. <laughs> you know, hopefully we can find one day of month right now that you can be on and grow your YouTube channel. And grow this YouTube channel like we talked about last night. And throw that yeah. to see that we can grow together and we can move it forward and we can be that beacon. Because like I said, if it wasn't for you, this platform wouldn't exist. You introducing me to a mastermind group when I was in Mississippi. And you say, hey, come to Dallas. I want to interview you and I want you to meet some other gentlemen. And we want to see if you're a good fit for this group. And in order to do that, you have to be interviewed and you got to come meet and talk and do this and that. And I'm not to that degree, but I'm like, hey, open up to everybody now. And I think about that group setting and that group teaching and that group mentorship. And that's what Why Wait to Be Great exists for. A group mentorship, she, mentorship, she, I can't say it that right now. <laughs> mentorship. <free>. Mentorship <laughs> for free, mm-hmm. right? In a public setting, just to help you take initiative action, massive action and be great be great be your greatness right so thank you it's been powerful it's been great um i can't wait to next one um next week i suppose they have a 21 year old called wheel talk um he's in college at, at tech university right now and um hopefully he's on if not and if somebody else get on my schedule saying they want to do this 
then guess what? Next week we'll do the same thing again. And then the next week we'll do the same thing. And, and hey, it'll be January uh, military retention and recruitment uh, month, I guess. I don't know. But it's all about I'm letting the God move me in a way that it comes. And I'm not trying to make things happen. I'm just letting things happen. And from there, we're growing from it. Um, I did plan out the days, but hey, if it don't happen like I planned it, you know, they, what they say, if you want to make God laugh, tell me your plans. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to laugh at that one too, because I thought, I, I thought, that's the, that's the thing you're going to say, I thought I wouldn't be there. Well, you know, that's not his plan for you. So. That's so, it. I, I do have a plan, but guess what? It's, it's higher beings and higher powers. They sometimes yes. dictate what happens. And mm-hmm. I just let it move. The spirit, where the spirit go, I let it move. And, and whenever mm-hmm. it brings up a young, a young man like himself that said, hey, I want to get on tonight. And he got on my skin. So I want, hey, it don't matter what night it is. Yeah, we can do that. We can do that. Because this is where the spirit moves us. So thank you for everything. Thank you for the opportunity to meet you. Thank you for the opportunity to mentor me. Thank you for the opportunity to introduce me to this world. Thank you for the relationship you had my father that caused him to say, hey, I need to link you up with him because y'all like the real estate stuff. And then the growth pattern that we had over our relationship, our mentorship, and our um, transparency ship. Yes. So let's mm-hmm. keep giving it out. Let's keep growing. Let's keep mentoring. And let's keep on moving on this power and this movement together. And I did not know you was mentoring and had a program at the Potter's House. I did not know that. Well, well, it, 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 it's it's not my program. It, that that I just teach for the program that's available, and 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 that's every Wednesday I teach some. Uh, uh, it's Torrey Texas Realness Texas Realness Offenders Program, Torrey Texas Offenders Realness Program, some reentry Realness Program, something like that. Uh, and I'm just one of the volunteers that teach there. Uh, it's okay. a great opportunity for those who have um, had uh, um, uh, gone to prison and trying to get that record expunged and change their life again. They did things that, that were against the, our constitution, our laws and rules and regulations, but that, but that was when they were young. Now they're old and they want to change their life and they can't do a lot of things, can't get jobs, can't get, you know, apartments, can't get this. So, you know, one thing about our, our society here, when you do something bad, they hold on for the rest of your life. And, 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 and just cause you stole a cookie doesn't mean that you're a thief. Now, when you keep stealing them cookies, well, that's a different story. Okay, I'm just telling you like it is. Because you did some bad, don't mean that's who you are. Okay, but you did you did made a bad decision. So now we're trying to teach them how to make better economic financial decisions where they can fit into the world, our, their world and our world in peace. Yeah, that's it. They're good people. They just had they had to lack that they didn't have the guidance that they need. They're good people. They just didn't have they just didn't have the leadership that they needed. They're good people. They just, they came up on the wrong side of the track, economic, financially. So that's one of the things that, that, that I'm, that I do. And, uh, and I, and I love doing it and I pour my heart out into it because believe it or not, the Bible said that money solves all things, things, computer, car, house, rent, Okay, tuition, all those are things. Okay, so if you get your things right, then you may not have to go back to jail and the prison doing 
trying to do other things that are not according to our laws, okay? So get those things right, because everybody needs a safe, nice place to live, safe place to live. Need, people need cars, need transportation, they need food, they need clothing. We need we all need the same. We are actually all the same people needing all the same things, but how we go about getting it is different. Hmm. That's it. Everybody needs the same thing. Everybody, if you got children, you want your children to marry a guy or girl that, that who they love, get great grandkids, live, have a nice house, get a great job, go to school, you know, all that kind of stuff. We all, we are, if you're in India, you want that. If you're in France, you want that. If you're in, you're in Africa, you want that. It's the same thing. It's just depending on how we go about getting that and doing it. That's what it is. And when you break the laws and you go to jail, well, then you have to get the crime, you got to pay the time. Got it. Got it. Well, look, uh, that's a great ending. <laughs> look, we, we look forward to talking soon and we look forward to the next venture. And like I said, let's let's revisit that um that fact about hey, let's let's go ahead and say let's revisit that next week, next month to see if you want to come on again next month and you take the lead on a on a on a path and, and try it out. Like I say, and grow it. And if you want to do it, let me know in advance so I can go make you a link. You can share that link. Okay. Build that that platform together and everything. As you can see, I well, we're gonna sure we're gonna do this link for sure. So uh, we're gonna put this link for sure on my channel. So that's it. And that's giving me a good, great introduction to whoever I am. So, but we, we can do that because I got some people who want to look at this anyway. So it's all good. All right, I'm gonna email you. I'm gonna email you to this um that that thumbnail I just made for you as well. Okay, sounds good. If you want to send me another picture? I create another thumbnail too. If you want one with your old uniform or something, uh, let well, me know. I, I I I got uh, I got one here somewhere. Um, probably a couple of pictures already that I got. So uh, uh, we, we'll take a look at that. I have to look at look at my um, photo. I think I got a couple of pictures already. If I know, I just take I just take a new one. So either way it go. No worries. Whatever you want, I got you. I'll make it happen. I'll do my best with it, and then we'll go from there. So thank you for tonight. Thank you for your mentorship. Everybody, all I'm asking you is don't wait. Be great. Take off. Why wait to be great? 2023 uh, action takers. Take action today. Take care. All right. Thank you. Have a great one. Where is this mouse? Mm -mm 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 -mm. There we go. All right, y'all. I'm gone for real now. Found the mouse. <laughs>